Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You live. You lift me up, Lord. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody. Nobody but the Lord. Can nobody Nobody but the Lord Can nobody Do me like Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus. You're worthy from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Can nobody do me like Jesus? Get a microphone. Can nobody? Praise, we give you glory. 
just want to say thank you, Lord. I just want to say thank you, Lord. Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you once again for another first day of the week. You have added another day to our lives. You have added another week to our lives. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we thank you for all the things that you have done to us, through us, and for us. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you have been pleased with the fruit of our lips, the sacrifice of praise. Father, if we have sinned against you or against one another, we humbly ask, Father, for your forgiveness. We humbly ask, Father, that we forgive those who have sinned against us, that we may be pleasing in your sight. These and all of the blessings, Father, we ask, we count them done as we 
ask for your hand to be upon us in this worship service, speaking to us, speaking through us, speaking for us, that your people in the four corners of the earth may be blessed. That your name, which is above every other name, may be honored, glorified, and praised. This is our prayer today, Heavenly Father. These and all of the blessings we ask, we count done in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed that God's people say amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. We do greet each of you once again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We do thank God for each of you. We pray that you are blessed. This is locating you. This is the day the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide headquarters here in Kenston, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears millions of God's people all over the world. We do thank God for each of you. We pray that you are having a good day, a blessed day, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Saints, we're going to take a look today at the book of Psalms, chapter 139, verses 23 and 24. Psalms, book of Psalms. 139 verses 23 and verses 24. This is a Psalm of David. David writes, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. We're going to work from a theme today, children of God. 
search me God. Search me God. Let us pray, children of God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our strength, and our again, Father, we say thank you. Thank you for another day you have added to our lives, another week you have added to our lives. Thank you, Father, for the words of your mouth and the meditations of your heart. You are our God, our strength, and our redeemer. Father, we cannot thank you enough. In spite of our mistakes and our errors and our shortcomings, you have been so, so good. We just want to shout hallelujah to the most I got. We're not here for a show. We're not here for a form or a fashion. But Father, we are here to appreciate, to reverence, to honor your holy name. Father, thank you for not dealing with us as our sins deserve, but for being merciful, for being kind. Even in your anger, the Bible talks about and lets us to know that your anger lasts just for a moment. We thank you, Father. We pray, Father, that as we study, show ourselves approved unto you, that you will allow us to be workmen and workwomen who don't need to be ashamed, but who brightly divide your word of truth. We look forward, Father, with eager expectation to hear what your spirit has to say to the church. We are living in turbulent times, perilous times. We thank you, Father, for being in complete control. We thank you, Father, for promising us, your little children, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. These and all other blessings, Father, we ask and we count done. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let God's people say amen. Search me. God. You know, I, I've been watching a lot of police shows on television. How that individuals that have committed various crimes or, or offenses are being uh, apprehended or pursued by detectives on various shows 
And oftentimes, the detectives will be trying to put together what has happened. And that is the case with us as human beings. You know, we try to put things together. But understand this, my brother, and understand this, my sister. God is not trying to put anything together. <laughs> One of the saints is shaking the head. Our God is not putting, trying to put, rather, anything together. Now, that's the difference between the searching of us by men and women and the searching of us by God. Men and women think or suppose or imagine what is going on, but I want to encourage you today, my brother and my sister, our God knows what's going on. David doesn't ask, search me, Bathsheba. David doesn't ask, search me, Jonathan. David asks, search me, what? God. I want to encourage you today, my brother and my sister, be more concerned with the searching of God, with the searching of the spirit of God, than with the searching of men and women. David says in Psalms 139 and 23, search me, God, and know, know my heart. Now, the heart, again, we're talking about the inner man, the inner man of you, the inner man of me. That portion of us that even if men and women don't see, God is looking at clearly. Throughout Psalms 139, David is dealing with the searching of God of our hearts. You know, every day, and the Lord is bringing this in my spirit, every day people are going to prison around the world for one thing, what? Or another. Every day, you know, whether it's drug trafficking, whether it's uh, stealing, whether it's you know, rape, robbed. Every day people are going to prison. And what God has in my spirit is that, Robert, every day, all of you could go to prison. Every day God is speaking to my spirit now. I say, Robert, I'm saying, yes, Lord. God said every day people are going to hell. God said, I'm sending people to hell every day. Every day somebody is waking up not in their bed, not beside their wife, not beside their husband, not beside their son or their daughter. Every day, God says somebody is waking up in hell. They have closed their eyes in this life for the last time. And every day, people are opening their eyes in hell, opening their eyes and saying, what is this? What, where am I? What? what? And it could be you. It could be me. If not for the grace of our Heavenly Father, our salvation, 
see, see, some of us don't realize what God has done. God's grace has allowed you and me to escape that place called hell. We give God praise. We give God glory. My prayer for every soul watching is that if you do not know Jesus Christ today as your personal Lord and Savior, that you will not take another minute. Don't even finish listening to this sermon. Accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, as your personal Lord right now. Don't even finish listening to this sermon. Don't answer your phone. Don't try to text. Don't You say, Apostle, how? The Bible says that if we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, wherever you are around the world, you might be watching in your in your living room. You might be watching uh, listening on. Uh, let it come out of your mouth that Jesus is Lord. If we confess with our mouth and believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus and that God has raised him from the dead, you have just entered into God's holy family, and been saved. Search me, God. David said, look, this thing here, it's really, it's not between me and my wife. Much, David said, much as I may love her, much, but it's not, you know, between me and my wife. It's not even between my wife and me. This thing is between me and my creator. You know, uh, one saint said something to me years ago when I had the stroke, and I really didn't feel it at the time, but I understand now that they were really speaking prophetically. In other words, they, they were speaking some things I don't even think they realized, but, but it, was, it was prophetic. But when I when I first had the stroke years ago, uh, I did not preach or teach for some time after I had the stroke. And part of that was because they had me on very powerful medicine. The stroke, the the, the what was clogging my vessels was being broken up, and I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember scriptures. I couldn't remember where things were in the Bible, they had me on very powerful medicine. They had me kind of worried, but I, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know where things were, but they said to me, you know, in regards to me not preaching and teaching for some time, because I really, I was, I was like, I was confused or I was in a daze. They said, I know why you're not preaching and, and teaching. And he said, because you are angry with God. And I really wasn't because I, at that time, I felt like I was going to receive healing. I felt like the Lord was going to heal me. And I, I just was in a haze or in a confusement. But what they actually said was prophetic because what I'm having to deal with now even as I'm sitting and I'm looking at God healing me. But God is doing it a little slower than I wanted him to. I want to encourage you. I don't know who I'm talking to. Just because God is moving a little slower 
on some things than we want him to. That doesn't mean that he's not going to do it. And it doesn't mean that his perfect timing is not being manifested. See, one of the challenges in our life as believers is lining our timing up. Come on, somebody talk to me with God's timing. Sometimes, you know, we want things to go faster and God is saying, slow it down. Sometimes things we want to go slower and God is saying what? Speed it up. So I want to encourage you, brother and my sister. Um, God's timing is the best. Even when we don't understand, even when we want God to go faster, is the best. Even when we want, sometimes we want God to go slower. Sometimes we, we, we're saying, whoa, whoa, Lord, slow. And God is saying, uh-uh, speed up. Sometimes God's saying slow down. Sometimes God's saying speed up. But God's time, and the Lord is bringing up in my spirit now. God said, that is why I told my people to keep step with the spirit of God. There will be times in your life when you and I will want the spirit of God to speed up. God is saying, keep step with the spirit of God. There'll be times in your life and my life when we want God to what? Slow down. And God'll be saying, keep step with the spirit. This thing is not about your pace. It's not about my pace. It's not about your husband or your wife's pace. This thing is about what? God's pace. Our marriage needs to move according to God's pace. Our families need to move according to God's pace. Our ministries need to move according to God's pace. Lord is bringing Abraham up in my spirit, the great patriarch. God promised him that he and his wife, Sarah, were going to have a child from their own loins. Didn't happen when they were young and when most people think uh, you normally give birth to a child. God waited until they were very, both of them were very advanced in their age. Very advanced in the years and God said now is the time. So understand my brother, understand my sister. I, I'm sitting here, the Lord is flooding my spirit. You know, because I'm like, Lord, why don't you heal me? You know, I, I, I've been working hard. I've been doing this. I want you to hear me. Lord said, Robert, there was a man that had been an invalid for what? Come on, some 38 years. And God brought him his healing. How long have you been dealing with this? I'm like, Lord, about four years. God said, you, you, still, you still have a ways to go. So God's pace, my brother. God's pace, my sister, is best. It's, it's just best. It's just best. David says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Now, what David realized here, David said, you know, I may not know my heart. I may not know my anxious thoughts. 
But David said, Lord, I'm willing to submit and surrender to your evaluation. Now, all right, let me let me let me share with you all. Remember, I shared with you all a little earlier that every day people are going to where? Where did I say people were going? Hell and in prison every day. All right. Now, something else the Lord shared with me some years ago. If you look at your hand, look at the back of your hand. You just see your skin, you see your fingers, you see whatever. If your skin was to be magnified to a very high level, in other words, if a magnifying glass was looking at that same skin, what you and I would see might frighten us. We would see skin mites crawling on our hand. They look like crabs. You'll see these skin mites crawling around, eating. You'll see these skin mites going to the bathroom. You'll see these skin mites having uh, sexual relations with other skin mites, giving birth to babies, all right on the back, what? Of our hand. Now, when we look at one another, we normally don't see the skin mites. You look at me, you're not looking up here seeing pastor preaching with skin mites running all over his face. I'm looking at you all in the, in the, in the congregation. I don't see skin mites running around, skin mites having sex on your skin, skin mites. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we don't see it. But if the magnifying glass, if there was, if we were magnified, if our skin was magnified, you would see it on me and I would see it on you. In other words, under the right light, each one of us would look very different. David says, search me, God. God is, is, is an entity, our being, that sees us completely. God sees, you know, when we look at each other, we see each other incompletely. We don't see the skin mites. God says, when I look at you, I see them. God said, I even see what's on the skin mites, Robert. I even see what's on what's on the skin mites. I see what's on what's on what's on the skin. God looks at us and sees us totally different than oftentimes we see ourselves or we see one another. Now, what the Lord shared with me about those skin mites is that if you look deep enough, on any of our skin, black, white, rich, poor, young, old, you can go take a bath, you can take a shower, you can do anything you want. You, you see them with those skin mites. And God said to me that that's how it is in regards to sin. If you get the right light, that's why the Bible says that if any man claims he what? Has no sin, he deceives himself. Now, that's just like if we claim we have no skin mites. Just because you can't see your skin mites or just because I can't see my skin mites or your skin mites, that does not mean we don't have skin mites. Just because you don't see your sin or I don't see your sin. God said that doesn't mean that you don't have it. God says I see your sins, Robin. I see 
my people's sins. I see your skin mites, Robert. Come on, somebody talk to me. I see my people's skin mites. David said, search me, God. David said, Lord, you see some things in me that I don't even see. You see some filth in me. You see some sins in me. You see some deceit in me that my 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 community, my neighborhood may not may not even see. But Lord, you see it. David in another place said, Lord, cleanse me with hyssop. Now, hyssop was a very powerful plant that was used for, you know, a medicinal verb and, and cleaning purposes. Picture bleach or or a lye soap or something. David said, Lord, cleanse me with his eye. In other words, Lord, whatever you have to do to clean me up, even if you have to use some strong agents, some strong material, Lord, I want, David said, cleanse me with his eye and I will be made clean. See, I'm not interested, my brother and my sister, in being cleansed in the eyes of men. And my prayer for you is that that is not what you are interested in. My prayer for us is that we will be cleansed in the eyes of God. David says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me. And know my anxious thoughts. Um, the Lord just flashed something in my spirit. Look this up. Uh, and give me the scripture. Um, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Tell me where that is in the book of Matthew. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Should be in Matthew. I already found it. Matthew 26 and verse 31. Go to Matthew 26 and verse 31. Now, what are we talking about? Search me. What? Search me, God. Now, here's an instance where God had searched the disciples. And listen to what he tells them. Matthew 26 and 31. At the Last Supper, Jesus told them or told the disciples, this very night, you will all fall away on account of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I've risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Watch this. Now, this is God talking. This is God having searched the disciples and seen what they're going to do. God having searched the disciples and seen that they were not ready to die for this glorious gospel. This was God's searching. Now they thought, listen, they're looking at Peter. But Peter replied, what? Even if all fall away on account of you, 
I never will. You say, Apostle, what are you letting us know? God search you and me and find out we'll do some things we thought we would never do. When God search you and me, we'll find out, he'll find out we'll say some things. We can find out we'll say some things that we never thought we would say. We think we'll do this and we'll do that. But God said, now that I, I've searched you and I'm telling you, this is what you will do. You say, Apostle, what are you letting us know? Children of God, I, I have thought some things and I have felt some things about my creator that I never in a million years would have thought I would have thought that I thought I would have felt that I thought I would have said. I'm talking about me because of this. I have thought and thought felt and said some things, much like Peter. Peter said, I would never, I would never. Lord is telling him, this is what you are. Yes, you will. And Peter said, I will never. I, if someone would have told me, I'm talking about Apostle Bryant, five years ago, that, that I would have thought some of the things I've thought, said some of the things I have to repent every day. Every single day, because I, I I never, never thought I would have thought some of the things I think. Never thought I would have said and imagined and, and con some of the things. I never, never. So, Lord, I repent before your people, before you. Peter said, I what? Never. So I want to encourage you, my brother and my sister, be careful. Be careful with you what you say you will never do. That's why we say the Lord willing. Because there are some circumstances and some situations that we can go through in this life that we would have never thought we'd have done that. We never thought we'd have said that. We never thought we would have been that angry or been that uh, whatever. Jesus told Peter again, look at verse 34. Truly, or verily, I tell you, Jesus answered, this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. Watch Peter. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the disciples said the same. So understand, my brother and my sister, it's a difference between sometimes what we think we will do in a situation and what we actually do in a situation. Peter and the other disciples thought, really thought, really believed that this, what Jesus was telling them that they were going to do, that they were going to say, how to, that they would never do it. Would never do it until it 
happen. So I want to encourage you, my brother. I want to encourage you, my sister. Be careful. Be careful. With what we say we'll never do. Till it happens. This is why we ask. This is why David said, search me. What? God. David said, I can't even search myself. Because I may be deceived in regards to my own self. I, David said, look, I may think I would do one thing and do another. I may think I would say one thing and say another. I, I, search me, God. See, investigate my life. Investigate my life. We all need help, my brother. We all need help, my sister. Because we all, you know, think we're going to do certain things and we think we're going, we think we behave a certain way or we think we, it's not always the case. So I pray that you and me are like David and that we ask the Lord, not ourselves. Somebody say, Apostle Brian, what were you doing in this situation? Well, I think, see, see, not ask ourselves what we would do, but rather defer to the Lord. Lord, what you say. I will do because we think we know ourselves. We think we know one another. But God said, uh-uh. God said, I know you. I know every one of you. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. We think we'll do thus and so. God knows we'll do. So I repent today, children of God. I repent. David said, see if there is any offensive way in me. Well, the reality is there is inside of you, inside of me. We have offensive ways, ways that are not pleasing to God, ways that are not pleasing to his people, ways that are not pleasing in his kingdom. And these are the things that God is working diligently to get out of us. Listen, my brother and my sister, we don't know how deep this thing called sin has gotten into us as humanity. Remember, we were created man or humanity was originally created what? Perfect. Adam was created in the image and the likeness of God. No sin in him, nowhere. But when he ate from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, now what the Lord is bringing to my spirit now, some people go to go to the doctor and find out that they have cancer. Some people find out they, they have a little, little cancer in them and maybe it gets removed. Other people go to the doctor and the doctor tell them your whole liver is ate up with cancer your whole you, you know 
cancers all over your body. I had a friend of mine, doctors that ended up having to tell him cancer had spread all most all over his body. He died. Well, that's how it is with sin. Sometimes, you know, it might be a little sin or something that we did. But sometimes sin has 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 gotten all into the all into the fabric of our beings. Search me, God. You know, there are people that that are ate up with cancer on the inside, and, and one of them made a great movie, one of the most popular Marvel movies in history. He was, he was, he was, his body was ate up with cancer. He ended up dying shortly after that. Amazing. He was in severe pain. Uh, you know, ate up with cancer after he made the, the Marvel movie, very popular, died. Not long after that, ate up with cancer. Looking at him from the outside, you know, you really couldn't tell, but further examination reveal search me god see if there's any offensive way in me my prayer for each of us may god extinguish every offensive way in us in the mighty name of jesus christ May God remove every offensive way in us. In the name of Jesus Christ. See if there's any offensive way in me. Watch this. And lead me in the way everlasting. The way everlasting, my brother and my sister, is righteousness. The way everlasting, thank you, Holy Spirit, is obedience to me, Robert. See. Offensive ways, God said, that's, that's not the way everlasting. Search me, God. It's not enough in our walk with God to look okay. You know, that's what, what some people have told me <laughs> in regards to this stroke. When maybe they see me or they don't see me moving, they say, oh, Apostle, you look fine, until they see me start moving. Then they realize you know, something, something is very wrong. You look fine. You look fine. Yeah, on the outside. But you don't know how I'm hurting or you don't know how, you know, you don't know, you know, look, may look fine from the outside. We don't want to just look fine. We want to be fine. My prayer for each of us is that we won't just look okay. We will be okay. We won't just look right or look righteous. That we will be. And being something, my brother and my sister, is much more difficult than looking like something. Being something. 
you know, being, you know, there there are many character I, characters I have seen walking up and down the street look like basketball players. Tall, maybe a little muscular, look, they look like a basketball player. Get them on the court, they couldn't shoot with a gun to their head. They couldn't play the game with a gun to their head. Why? They look like a certain thing, but they were not a certain thing. I would rather be a Christian than to look like a Christian. God is one of the saints is saying, just be real. And that is what God is working on in you and in me. Because Jesus didn't really look like the son of God. You, now picture this now. Jesus was who? The son of God. He was God in the likeness of sinful flesh. Now picture this. Jesus hung on a cross. That was normally reserved for the worst criminals in Roman society. Jesus hung on a cross. They beat Jesus with their fists all night long. Now, some of you have never been beat all night long. I have been beat with, with two by fours all night long. Jesus was beat with fists all night long to the place that the Bible says he was marred beyond human likeness. Jesus was beat so much with fists that he didn't even look like a human being anymore. He had a spear stuck in his side to see if he was still alive. He had nails driven through his hands, driven through his feet. And people saw this. Blood, pus, sweat, tears running down. Yet he was who? The son of God. He didn't look like it. Or how we think the son of God will look like it. But he was. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. If we don't look like it, whatever that means. May we be it. There are going to be some people in heaven that regular people don't even think they would be there. And there are going to be some people that's going to bust hell wide open that a lot of people would have never guessed. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. May we be what we are professing. If we don't look like it in the least, and the Lord is flashing Lazarus in my spirit. Lazarus covered with sores. Lazarus longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Lazarus didn't have a house. Lazarus dogs came and licked on him out in the street at the in the gate and let people walking by. Who would it? But Lazarus woke up in Abraham's bosom, woke up, sores were gone, woke up no longer longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table, woke up no more pitiful, broke, 
wretched, miserable, woke up, glorious, woke up, woke, because he was, may not have looked like it, but he was. So I want to encourage you, children of God, be careful with what, what people look like. Lord, dealt with me. I think I was down in Kampala, Uganda. You know, you need to be careful. Just because people look like maybe they're, they're homeless, look like they're destitute. Sometimes millionaires, billionaires just do that just, just to see how you would treat them. Say it all the time on the internet. Millionaires, billionaires look like a homeless without there with a cup, asking for a little change. You know, people mistreat them and push past them and don't even know. What look like is not always is, and what does not look like always is not. In other words, just because something looks like is something, that don't mean it is. And just because something does not look like is something, that don't does not mean it is not. Be careful. Bible says, be careful how you entertain strangers. For in doing so, some have entertained angels at unaware. What do you think God going to come down here? He didn't even do this with Jesus. God come down in earth all, all the time, anytime he choose to. God said, Robert, I come down in earth. My, I, I came down in earth in the form of Jesus. I came down in earth in the form of uh, uh, baby Jesus. I came down in earth on road to Emmaus and people didn't recognize me and I was like Lord have you ever presented yourself to me and I didn't recognize you the Lord said yes Robert so you say apostle what do we need to do how do we guard against this treat everybody right treat everybody right. get out of your mind what he or she or them or they look like are, are they a human Oh, are they are they in a form of human life? Then let me treat them right. Let me just try to treat them right. Because we don't know who one another, who people are. There were some people who just thought Jesus was their brother. Or some people thought Jesus was just their son. Wouldn't it be something to find out that your son or your daughter was really God? Your father or your mother, your sister or your brother, they weren't really your sister. Some people thought Jesus was just my brother. Ah, Jesus was just my, my uncle. Now, Jesus was God in the likeness. In other words, he looked like sinful man. He looked like one of us, but Jesus was God. You, see, I encourage you. Be careful. The Bible says be careful how you entertain strangers. Be careful how you entertain strangers. For in doing so, some have entertained angels at unaware. And God took me a step further in that scripture. He said, Robert, to also tell my people to be careful how they entertain strangers. For in doing so, some have entertained me unaware. Disciples just thought walking on the road to Emmaus, Jesus come up walking alongside them. They just thought he was a stranger. 
to somebody just uh, and it was God. Woman at the well thought she was just talking to a Jew, a stranger Jew that needed some water. It was God. Roman soldiers thought they were just hanging a criminal up on a cross. One if come to find out, it was God. It was God. Even one of the Roman centurions, after Jesus died on the cross and the rocks were splitting and dead people getting up, walking around and earthquakes, the Roman centurion says, sun wouldn't shine, all kind of things. Jesus hanging up, surely. Come on, somebody, talk to me. We're about to close this message. Surely, this was the son of God. So no, I'm not search me, my wife, or search me, my husband, or search me, my son, or search me, my daughter, or search me, the committee, or say, I ain't got time for that. Search me, God. <sighs> Let God tell me if there's any offensive way in me. Let God lead me in you in the way everlasting. May God test you and me and know our anxious thoughts. May God know our hearts. Search me. David said in verse one, he said, you have searched me, O Lord, and you know me. Lord, you know me. People think they know you and me. God said, I'm not thinking anything, Robert. I know you. Who was that said that in, in the movie Life? Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy told Martin Lawrence, I know you. He, well, he just thought he knew him. He was, had been with him a long time in prison and different things. Well, God knows us. People think they know us, whether based on our reputation or based on what other people have said, or based on what they think. Oh, that's, you know, people thought they knew who Jesus was. Some people who said that Jesus was John the Baptist, they really thought they knew Jesus. Wrong. People that thought that Jesus was Elijah really thought they knew Jesus. Wrong. So, some people who thought that Jesus was just a prophet thought they knew. Wrong. Jesus was, is, forever shall be God. If millionaires and billionaires can dress up like poor men and poor women and walk around in society and do anything, do all kinds of things, why wouldn't you and I think that our creator will dress up like something and come down here and and be around us. Why 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 wouldn't he? Give me <laughs> give me one good reason why God, the Maker of all things, the the Creator of all things, the Maker of heaven and earth. Why wouldn't he just you know decide you're gonna just come on down here, put on some clothes, some old dusty clothes, some old dusty shoes, and you know be around us? Why wouldn't he? Give me one good reason why it would. Because some of us thinking God, you know, in beautiful heaven, throne, 
beautiful thing. Why wouldn't God come on down and just see how we would treat him when we didn't know it was him? See, it's one thing treat God like God when you know it's God. That Bible even says that the rich have many what? Friends. Even my friends, I got friends that sons have signed for millions and millions of dollars in the NBA. There's a little different treatment I have for them. <laughs> the rich have what? Many friends. But the Bible says, but the poor are shunned by even their own relatives. So why wouldn't God say, I'm going to act just like I'm poor? Let's see how you treat me now. Some of you all, you treat us a certain way here because you think Apostle Brian is rich. Well, you know, we give God praise for some you treat See how you treat me if you thought I was poor, if you knew I was poor. Or if it, so what we want to do, my brother and my sister, write this down. Let's get ready to close. Get beyond treatment of people based on what you think they have. And get into treatment of people just because of what you have. Now, understand what that means. Get out of treatment of people because of what you think they have. In other words, you think they have some money or you think they this or you think. And get into treatment of people because of what you have. What you and I have is the spirit of God who loves what? Everybody. Who is good to what? Everybody. So let us let us be good to everybody. Because God's spirit is alive in us. And we don't know who that person really is. We might think they are this or think they are that. But it's God who knows who they are. Could be an angel. Could be God. Could be a living creature. We don't. I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. You know who you think I am. I know who I think. Who I think you? Search me, God. I will bless the Lord. At all times, his praise shall continually be in my
Saints, you can reach us through email at https colon forward slash forward slash thadfg.wixsite.com forward slash tcccww. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes daily. On Facebook, join us on Robert Bryant. On YouTube, join us on the Christian Center Church channel. We can even be reached by phone at plus 252-525-4777. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.